0: Beats, the flow, the, flow. the, rhythm. the rhythm. All movements start from the streets. Street saying our podcast. Shit, stay playing around. Can't believe these niggas. I had to put a coat on, Johnny and my glasses, just in case we go motherfucking viral. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I can't do my bummy shit all the way. They gonna know I ain't got no money, but at least look, look decent, nigga. Look decent in this They put hole. the Malcolm glasses on too. Listen, man, first of all, I actually need them. My dumb ass be not wearing them <laughs> a little bit. I can see, but you know what I'm saying? Things be in line when I put these glasses on. Be in alignment, man. Man, it's a good day, good gloomy day. Nice rain last night. That shit was beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful. That yeah, was a nice rain. It's a little cold today. We ain't just got jackets on for no reason. But yeah, man. Welcome to the streets and our podcast, man. It's your host, Giddy Jicky with it.
1: I'm next.
0: Oh. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, you in the seat now.
1: <laughs> it's your girl, Sierra Lee Blackstone.
0: CLB, but fuck CLB. CLB. <laughs> 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 man, we in the house today, man. Getting to it, man. We got our guy Johnny No Good on the board in the back, man. Yeah. Oh, and he can talk. It's on. <laughs> Look, he ain't gonna get all the way away from it. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, he running from. He, I'm, a, I'm gonna provoke you today, just because, just because. I'm gonna say something about Cole just to provoke you. Oh, you gonna provoke him and me then? No, <laughs> I can't say too much about Cole because. First person shooter. That nigga this let is, you know he he hit that answer it, machine. It, it, that caller ID. I can't mess. I can't say nothing bad about Cole because Cole knows my people's. Long story, less long. My old boss slash mm-hmm. soror in grad school was his like advisor. Oh, in that's student, crazy. In student affairs when he was at St. John's.
1: That's crazy. And the
0: homie that came up uh, from St. John's too, he used to kind of work when he took his position. He was like, yeah. bro. He used to have 300 people at the student government meeting. And he said, then I got in the office, I had 10. (laughs) He always been that nigga, man, from day one. But but we ain't going to talk about cold too much today, a little bit when we get to it. But see, Mm. it's been a lot of craziness in the uh, airways. All over this one nigga for the puppies. For all the puppy dogs. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but uh, if you haven't heard, if you're not in the sphere, I know we don't usually get in the mess, and I'm not going to get too much in the mess. I'm going to give my opinion on some things. But Drake dropped an album for all the dogs. And one of the, I guess, especially in the urban space, one of the biggest podcasts out, the Joe Budden Podcast. the show. They, their show gave a their own review, right? And I guess somebody clipped and sliced, spliced it together because I actually watched the shows. Mm-hmm. I watched the full, I watched, I don't just listen. I watch, I sit my ass at work and do some work while watching and listening to a three hour pod. And for an hour and 20 minutes, they talked about how they felt about the Drake album. Mm-hmm. But somebody decided to splice up The one real critique, negative critique Joe had, the one real one, and put it out, and Drake responded, and his response was a little bit, a little spice with a little moist in it. (laughs) Poor baby. Um, If y'all don't know, basically, Joe gave his critique. Joe said, uh, stop hanging around them young niggas. Stop messing with them 25 year old chicks. And at first I didn't know what he meant by that because I hadn't heard the album yet. Well, the actual his mm-hmm. actual chick was 25. He was being very specific. But uh, and then he said that and like, dog, you basically your music sounds super young in the in the fact of how he's constructing his actual flow, the bars and all that. Right. The complexity of his shit was very dumbed down from what we known Drake to do, to be able to do. Is, is really what he was hitting at. And it's like, and the sound and the Sonics matched with that and not really so much just some of the people he had on the album uh, with them, but it was just a very interesting it uh, wasn't really you know, it's a podcast so he spiced it up a little bit, but he was saying, dog act Almost at your age in the fact that there's a way to still do your thing, even with the younger generation. Facts. That's what Joe was saying. Yeah. And if you want a real example of that, you literally had a nigga on your album that was do a real example of that, like in J. Cole. Mm-hmm. But then you also got people like Jim Jones, who does this and rocks with the younger folk for real, but he still is able to kind of guide them and son them. Like, y'all got it for me. I can yeah. do a little how you do it, but y'all really got the sauce for much and y'all adapting. But I'm still the fly old nigga. Right, I get your mama and, and your girl, get your girl and your girl mama, right? So Drake decided to respond like that and ended the response with something so spicy and messy. I was like, he's like, just remember that you know you a failed rapper, you got into a podcasting because you didn't make it in rap because people you had four hundred and fifty people at your mood Music twenty nine shows <laughs> and saying you the greatest. And you got in the podcasting because you couldn't cut it. And just remember, I'm on. I own a jet, and you ride first class sometimes. And Y'all, called him Poppy at the end. Called him Poppy, trying to. <laughs> he looking at Poppy like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and the the in the enters of the net decided to go crazy, and most of them was like, oh. oh we got a real weird. I'm a, let me let me talk to the people first. We got a real weird thing with being infatuated with infatuated with people reading somebody. Oh, he read them. That's what y'all. The whole man. That's what y'all got. Y'all just worried about the splash of this shit, and I, ooh, I'm gonna tear their ass up. <laughs> hey man, if that's what y'all concerned about. I say we need to just take an account on our life and see where you at, who people who concerned about that versus people who actually just going to do their damn thing. Let's say, let's, let's start doing a scorecard and see who really is. Yeah. Let's start. Because people who involved in mess and worried about mess ain't enough, ain't worried about their own business because they worry about everybody else's. That's so nice. shout out to y'all for being happy they read. You, y'all like when people read people, but y'all don't read enough actual things to elevate. So yeah. get your read on if you want to. So that's for y'all, but as far as Drake, man, that unnecessary shot, see, and and I'm a I'm I'm thinking my shit off. I'm gonna tell you why I really didn't like it.
1: Okay, and then I'm okay. gonna let you go. All
0: right, all right. For me, me knowing who Joe Budden is as far as his career, just watching his steps by steps. Joe Budden is in the terms of innovation and technology is a disruptor. He's an innovator and a disruptor, by by definition and he is big on the integrity of the art. Whatever the art form is, he's big on the integrity of the art first. So it's all about integrity of how you do your business, it's all about the integrity of the product you put out first and foremost. He has proven that because he has walked away from a whole lot of shit Mm -hmm. that was very, very lucrative. His last co-host, to my knowledge, had a little bit of a riff. Part of it, the riff was he didn't take the big bag from like Spotify. Oh yeah. You talking about his issue with Roy Amell? Yes. Yeah. They, I think they had a close to or at $100 million plus mm-hmm. deal, and he walked away from it, wouldn't sign it, because he wanted keep his intellectual property, and he wanted to make sure people behind him were getting the right deals and not just taking the short end of the stick when he watching other people over there getting $200, 300000000 million deals. Respectfully.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Respectfully. Mm-hmm. He walked away from Revolt and still close to him. Had a show on Revolt that started popping. He walked away from, uh, what was the show, Academics? Uh, um, everyday uh, Struggle, every, right? Yeah, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that was real good. What's the company that- uh, Complex. Complex, right? They were shifting it, trying to shift what he was doing and shifting from the vision and moving away from what he was trying to accomplish. He's like, I'm gone. I don't care how much money we make. Joe, in terms of business, will keep the integrity of the art and the integrity of his intellectual property over everything else. And still always find a way to go get the money. Facts. Some people are the ideal machine. He literally has walked away and been successful at every stop that he's made since let's say, quote unquote, since music, right? Since he wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. Every stop, he literally goes and every time he leaves, that shit plummets. So who's the who's the brain behind it? Who's the who's the engine, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about just being, I don't know him personally. I'm just saying. So to come at somebody at the end of a sentence and talk about money. Knowing he actually getting some money and getting money in places y'all don't know where he getting it from, because y'all aren't uh, astute to what he's doing in the podcast realm and what he's done for podcasters, especially in our space, is crazy to me. And people just tabloids and didn't really do no research on it. Right. Like this nigga is the reason why, and his organization, his company is the reason why a lot of podcasters can get some of the bags that they can get in, like in real time. No bullshit. Thanks. So to come at him saying you ain't got, no, you ain't getting this money. Like anytime somebody bring up money in an integrity fight, that means you know you lost, you wrong. So you yeah. gotta throw your big stick out, and that's that's yeah. the only stick you got, the fiat one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That little wavery shit, right? That's all. Yeah. So everybody, well, shit, think I got more money? You know, I got more bitches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cool, but I got a great stable. I'm good. I'm actually happy. What you doing? Yeah. We're going to talk about Drake happiness in this album when we get to the actual album. That's my that's my take. Yeah. See, I'm sorry. I don't do mess. My yeah. brother Johnny know I don't like doing mess. We could have fired out a whole lot of niggas. Matter of fact, one of these days, I'm going to get on y'all level. We going to shoot like my... <laughs> I'm going to shoot. Johnny's just going to stand there in the car. He the driver. I'm just going gonna, gonna to shoot. But I don't like mess. I don't like any of that shit. And it didn't even have to and it wasn't even a bad. If you go watch the episode, people, stop clickbaiting. You will see they gave an actual good review versus everybody else who listened to that album and reviewed it.
1: Yeah, I he mean, said he it, liked it. He's just trying to tip, like, just give him more respect, like, bro, you better than this. And to your point, first off, I'm gonna say I'm not even gonna say Joe Button. I'm gonna call him Uncle Uncle Joey, and I'm gonna call him Uncle Joey not to disrespect him because he's older, but to give him that much respect. Because mm-hmm. to your point, it's like. Jake, Drake, Jake. Drake really showed his hand by responding the way he did Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you only get emotional like that when somebody's gotten under your skin. Mm -hmm. And then he tried to throw the flag like you failed at music because that is the only lane that Drake feels like he can compete with Joey. Mm -hmm. But that's where you separate the people who are really at the top Versus people who think they're doing something. Because mm. Joe has been in every corner, every fly on the wall, every contract, mm. every meeting, every conversation, all the way back to the greats who ran the industry up until now. And he knows how it's ran and he knows how it functions. Mm. So he don't give two shits. but he Because he's not going to compromise his integrity. And Drake is the type that, maybe he didn't get any any chicks back in the day. You know uh. what I'm saying? So he going to do whatever he needs to do to fit in. But even being who he is in today's day and age, he's still trying to fit in. So that's the difference between somebody who knows their self, no pun intended, versus somebody who doesn't. Mm.
0: We seen Degrassi, nigga. Actually, we didn't watch it. We seen your image of it.
1: First off, do y'all remember when he came out with Replacement Girl with Trey songs, And that was during a commercial break of Degrassi? And everybody clowned them talking about Jimmy rapping now.
0: It was it <laughs> oh, was mad silly then. I didn't watch the show so I didn't know what nobody was talking about.
1: During the noggin days. Yeah. And then next thing you know, okay, he signed the young money you backed by somebody so powerful. Okay, now we starting to look at you in another light and give you respect. Like I love Drake like as an artist but for God's sake, dog, like you came from Canada into the Americas. Like don't go throwing shots at us. You already threw, threw shots at American slaves. And whips and chains with that line on
0: that track. Mm-hmm. So decide who you want to be. You gotta figure it out. And and a lot of these folks, well, they tell on it. We time always tell. We tell on ourselves. Everybody, bro. We talk we talk a lot about relationships, right? Johnny, everybody player till you get played. Everybody think they player till you get played. And, yeah. and I I don't even want to talk no more about the Joe shit. Yeah. I said what I said. I'm gonna get to the actual art form, cause I like about I like mm-hmm. art. I'm gonna be a hundred with y'all. I've never been a Drake fan. Mm-hmm. As a DJ though, you be damn fool to never drop them tracks. them tracks be hot right.
1: as shit. But All wait, right. sorry, not to stop me, But before you continue, I want to say this, and uh-huh. we could just we could drop the mic after this. Get it? We see the way Drake responded to Joe Budden, but when DMX was on the Breakfast Club, and he called Drake corny because he sampled his track on views, mm. Drake was bowing down and trying to get in DMX's good graces. So we could just drop the mic right there. You ain't gonna come for DMX like you came for Joe.
0: Not. And you actually validated Joe's position. Drake, you the Thanks. top dog. You top G in rap. You top G, when especially on when it comes to the commercial side of rap. And I'm not talking about like the i I'm talking about the commercial business of rap. My nigga, you are top G, everybody that hated on Joe, you just literally validated his position. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to do about that, man. Like, yo bad. But as far as this album, like I was saying, <laughs> I've never been a Drake fan. As far as a fan of just him and his music, I bought Views, and then I didn't buy another one. I think my next album I bought was Honestly never Nevermind. Because mm-hmm. I knew it was a house. I was like, right, let me get in, I like house. Let me see yeah. what it is. Shit was actually good. I hated the black folks to trashing that shit. Ah, that shit rocked. Johnny Luck got a couple tracks on that bitch. But uh <laughs> that <laughs> hey, that Spanish guitar go crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Drake. I don't know who he had on that bitch, but it was going crazy. I bought the one with 21. Her, yeah, that was her fire. Loss. That shit was fire. I'm not gonna lie. That it was fire. Me playing records for Drake and other any album I haven't really just listened to, especially not since early Drake, just all the way through since. And I know a lot, but just so many songs that come off these albums. I'm not even going to kid you. I bought this album, bro. I was waiting for a good track and I got to slime you out. And I'm like, it, where? I thought they said the first half was good. That's halfway through the album, yeah. Johnny. I was sitting there. I'm in the... I had to start skipping some shit. Of course, the 80, his timestamp shit, the 8 a.m. In, in Charlotte, when he rapping, I'm like, get to it. Yes, sir. He on it. but. Bro, this the worst album he ever put out in his life. Ever, ever in his life. I ain't even comparing to nobody else. That's the worst album he ever put out. That's a hell of a title for an
1: album like that. Like don't get me wrong, I got some select songs that I rock with, but if somebody comes up with an album called For All The Dogs, oh, you about to get grimy. I wanna, right ex- exactly, I wanna hear it, come with it.
0: This nigga came out here crying about the girl leaving. Mm. He gotta go call future. I got what he said. I gotta call what what's future's nickname? Uh Fuck uh, it it's the name of the track too. I got I gotta call uh whatever's fuck. That nigga yeah. crying, bro crying, crying over this shit. Like literally the all the whole album is uh Pluto. He got I gotta call Pluto, right? What would Pluto do? That's the thing. And you know what he said in the track? Pluto would Get a get a bitch and fucker. So I did. Oh, you you really hurt, bro. You you out here just. That's some young nigga shit to say and do. That's, but that was to Joe's point. The whole thing was young, bro. It was yeah. just it was it was literally bad track out the bad track. Like I don't know what happened. Shout out to Tizo touchdown. He was a highlight on the damn yeah. project. Um, and the course cold crate went. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want no smoke with Cole, bro. He didn't want no smoke.
1: Cole been going hard with features. I love Cole. Cole oh. can do no wrong. Smoke Cole,
0: wrong. somebody just put up a whole like track list of the last couple years of his features. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker is madly <laughs> like he been going crazy. Going but next? he on your album, dog, and he rapping. Johnny, at some point, I don't care how big you are in the art form, right? If I'm DJing, right, and I'm up here with another DJ and I start feeling they getting in their shit, it don't mean I got to do what they do. But guess what I'm going to do? Oh, all right. Let me go get in my bag. Let's go, Eric. Let's get into my 99-100. Go to this 120 BPM. Get to mixing. Get to breaking these samples down. I'm going to get busy, right? Because now we... It's a battle, but it's friendly competition. It's a battle in the terms of... It's like... College, right? College athletes. College athletes, you are competing against each other for a spot, but you know it's for the betterment of your team. So Correct. you gonna, when you get on a track with somebody or you get in the booth with somebody, it's like, this is for the betterment of the art. This is for the betterment of this thing that we are doing. I'm let's, finna get busy too. Let's be honest. Drake is an artist, okay,
1: great. He's done some great things. But is it for the art, for him? is it more so commercial because let's keep it a buck cole like is like malcolm x and martin luther king in this shit Mm -hmm. drake is like the hey bro like can i come hold your suitcase like real quick and the next thing you know they standing at the conference table together and it's like who the fuck is this oh okay well he know people so then let's let him in that's what we got to be
0: honest with ourselves about yeah listen First of all, Drake, when you, whatever part of you didn't let her in to LA, she on your ass, boy. <laughs> Second, she right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's keep it about. It's like, okay, you could take a few bus rides with Cole, maybe ride some bikes in a random ass city, and you could mm-hmm. be inspired. Mm-hmm. Cole is constantly looking for inspiration because he
0: is an artist. He's a person. He's trying he stays ground. The reason he does what he does is to stay grounded. Like to a point to mm-hmm. you gotta be able to create. Andre 3000 did a whole interview with Rick Rubin saying, he ain't rapping really, cause he don't know what to rap about. Facts. He ain't in the struggle. He's confused as far as what do I talk about now? That's why he started playing the flute, doing random stuff to find something that's gonna trigger him to be like, I should be able to talk about this. Oh. I have this experience. Cause he done had all these experiences with the money and it's like, they're all kind of faux and no fake. Facts. True so, story.
1: I'll tell you when I was in LA, Andre 3000 will pop up in random hole in the wall bars in Hollywood or just really anywhere. I had a friend run into him at a like a, a beach shop in Venice, like with a flute. He's like looking
0: and yearning for something. Connection. To connect with somebody real. Right. He don't want to be around industry. He know what they going to do to him. I want to be back in the real. When he was with Dungeon Family, and he was without. Mm-hmm. He was with the. He was in the real. He was in the rough. Thanks. It's just the people. He was with people. It's not even just that he was with a rap girl. He was with people. He's trying to be around the people. So, I, and you're right, Drake. is about the money, and he proved it in his response. Yeah. He said, "Joe don't know music." Yeah, we don't. Joe do know music. That's why Joe got out of music. Right.
1: And Drake's family history is music on his dad's side. yeah. But when you mix that with, let's keep it a buck, like, you come from Canada, you favor, you know, you biracial, okay, yeah, Cole is biracial too. But it's you have access to resources that was able to lift you up on this pedestal and really propel your career. Mm. But at the end of the day, for Drake, it's about how he's being received. Because now it's, forget our generation, at least with this album, I'm tapping in Gen Z because I want them to like me. Cole don't gotta do I know this ain't no Drake Cole debate, but just with Cole, Cole ain't gotta do nothing to get nobody to like him.
0: He's him. He's as far he, as he's, far he as he's a likable person. And and if again, if you the mode setter, set whatever mode you want. And this the mode you decided to set. You could have did whatever you wanted to on this track, on this album, and you decided not to do just just do you. He trying to get them streams up. And, you and drop Kai
1: Sinet. Try. was that his name? Yeah. The kid, you dropping that, your your streams about to go crazy. Mm. That's that audience. Yeah. That's all they do.
0: I still don't know what Kai do, but shout out to Kai he getting to he, it. He, he, he getting, he getting to, like to it. Yeah, he getting to it. But but yeah, man, it's, it, everything he's done is proven Joe's point and the point we all make And Like you can, you know, when you say act your age, it's more like be who you actually are. You ain't got to go try to reach for nothing else. They'll come, they'll fuck with you. Yeah, I had an old head. Brother Kwanzaa telling me all the time, if you see an old head sagging his pants like the youngins, run away from him quickly. Mm.
1: And he's sagging with the clips in his head.
0: And curls.
1: Could Bobby PNs. Clips in the album. But what I will say is that song with Sexy Red, uh, Rich Baby Daddy, the beat is very nostalgic. I've really been playing that. That like, your ass, doo doo cheeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that man's always Drake. You, know, you fuck with me, tell whatever she said. <laughs> like what? That's i am yeah. I'm gonna get on the. I'm gonna get on. That's another day. Yeah, man. Y'all check it out for yourself. I ain't really listen. His worst album, and most reviewers are saying that too. I ain't even read them. I just know like it's just that bad. But hey, man. You proven you prove you literally proved everything that was said about you, so shouts out to you, my guy. You are who you are. Yeah, I appreciate it. Now just good. Hey, call Quentin back, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> or a new batch of writers. Yeah. Well, this all good, man. I'm gonna leave it alone for now, man. Get to some real shit, some real music. So we gonna get up out of here. Uh, let us know what y'all think. All in the comments. Tear my ass up if you want to. No pause. Play. And we're going to get to it, man. Uh, follow us at Streets A&R. That's Streets A-A-N-D-R. Everywhere but Apple, man. Listen. Subscribe. Comment. Like. Share. Get into it, man. We're going to get up out of here, man. I'm going to go listen to something better. Your host <laughs> Giddy Jicky with it, man.
1: <laughs> and it's CLB. Sierra Lee Blackstone. Place to we
0: out of here. Hey. Peace. The beats, the flow. the flow, the rhythm. All movements start from the streets, streets saying our podcast.